Welcome to the Finish Shite Podcast. This is Blake. I'm your host, and it is good to be back, man. I had a great podcast last week with my wife. It was really fun to kind of share our experience. So go check that podcast out. We did a review on our 90 days of doing the meats and sweets diet and the good, the bad, the ugly, all that fun stuff. But this week we are going to take a little bit of a switch. It's good back to just me being solo. And I'm going to do a little bit of mindset coaching. And the purpose of this is just to kind of help people think through getting back on track. And it was really applicable to me because anytime I come back from vacation or uh, traveling somewhere, I wind up just really having a hard time getting back into my routine. Now, that was true historically. I feel like in the last couple of years, I've really found some, some great routines that are just habits. And so I get back into those things much quicker now. But for years, this has just been something that could ruin my gains. My gains, bro. But before that, I just want to answer some questions that people have been asking, you know, as far as the audience I'm trying to reach and people that I'm trying to help through the podcast. And really why I started this podcast was I found that a bunch of my clients who had a lot of success were ones that were upfront, really well coached and educated in why we're doing what we're doing and having the purpose of that. And so I found that to be true that the people who who I spent more time with getting to talk with and coach and think about the why behind what we're doing in nutrition and sleep and lifestyle, the more success they had outside the gym, the more success they had with me inside the gym or remotely if they were cross country. So As my business grew, the way I tried to scale myself to continue to give that service to people was by recording. And so podcasts really started out for me as a way to be able to give more information to my clients and more of my time to both be given back to myself so that I didn't have to spend as much time with everyone all the time, but also give a premium product to the client. So on top of that, I'm, I'm, also just excited about reaching new people who maybe don't work with me and are just trying to learn fitness and hope this is a blessing to them and really just helps them out in their own health journey. So that's the purpose behind this. But I have found that, you know, to stay on track with our topic today, getting back on track after holidays or getting back on track after a vacation or a sickness or an injury can be one of the hardest things for anyone who's made a a commitment to trying to be healthy. Um, Sometimes it's not even an injury. Sometimes it's just a mindset. You're just going through a very stressful period of time. You're a little bit more depressed. You have some, some things going on in your life that are just making it more difficult to go hard. So the question is, how do we get back on track? Everyone, I think, can relate to that. Right, everyone can relate to being down or having these hard times uh, that that really make it difficult. But a lot of us don't have the necessary habits or kind of built-in mechanisms to kind of get us back right on track. And that's that's normal. That is essentially why I have a job. It's why so many people. That, that lose a lot of weight, gain it back, right? It's, it has a lot to do with habit formation. So here's a couple quick tips that I have just found over the last couple of years to really be helpful. 
I, I've, I've broken them down into four R's because I'm a nerd. So I have three words that all start with an R because I'm still nerdy in that way. I hope it helps you. First one is relax. The second one is realistic. The third one is reduce. And the last one, the fourth one is regroup. So let me break them all down now. So relax, realistic, reduce, and regroup. Relax. Recognize that this won't last forever, right? Holidays, sports seasons, work travel, stress, depression, none of those things do last forever. Um, They may feel like it. They may feel like they're dominating. They may feel like there's no end in sight. But I remember... I remember one of the CrossFitters uh, in the games, uh, Josh Bridges, that's who it was. He was a Navy SEAL, and he, uh, he said one of the things that helped him get through SEAL training was he just remembered that they can't keep me here forever, right? Like, and, and that the sucky parts of SEAL training can't last forever. And he would just say that to himself. They can't beat the clock. Like, the clock's going to win out. So all I have to do is just remember this won't last forever. And that sounds so simple, but there's something really good about relaxing in the reality that this is not going to last forever. And I find that if you can live in that reality, most people tend to mitigate their health damage uh, that can be caused in those seasons. So rather than hitting the effort button, you know, I'll start over um, when this thing's over or try to think of yourself as a ship, right, that's at war and it's taken on a lot of damage. You know, the ship's gotten hit with bullets, it's gotten hit with missiles, and it's, it's, it's sinking, but it's still floating. It's not going straight down, and you can try to mitigate some of those damages to get to shore so that you can kind of regroup. So it's, it's not ideal, but if you have that patch up, you know, what you can attitude and keep pushing the ship towards the shore, you'll have a mentality that helps mitigate that damage and is actually going to help you get back to where you were faster than you may even realize. So, so relax. Relax, realize this is not going to last forever, and it's not necessarily the new normal. Uh, it may be the new normal for a season, but there are ways to kind of mitigate that without hitting the effort button. Okay? Number two, be realistic. The second thing I see all the time is people just get very unrealistic. They're like, you know, they, 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 they get this cortisol, like, kind of charge. They get all these endorphins going. They go for a run, and then they come back and, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wake up and do fasted cardio every day. I'm going to go work out five days this week. And it's like, dude, you haven't even worked out in three weeks. You're going to go straight into five days. So, so a lot of that unrealistic expectation of what you can do, you swing to the other side of the, the pendulum, I think I'm speaking of myself. I've done this. I've spe- I'm speaking of a lot of clients that I have that have done this. Right? It's very normal. But what is is better is is that being limited is a part of being human, and understanding that is a good thing. It really provides us the opportunity to just be more humble and realize that this is a season where I can't maybe go as hard as I want to, and it may be the, that goal of looking shredded by summer is not the time this year because I'm being, my life is providing me with a lot of other things that are really important, whether it be your kids or your job or your spouse or somebody who you're taking care of who's sick, right? It can be any of those things that are really good things. Honor those things, make sure that they they receive the attention that they need, 
but that doesn't mean give up on yourself also and don't do anything. It just means maybe you got to be realistic, change those things, and think about what does it look like to be as healthy as possible in this season. And that really becomes the, leads into the third part, which is, is probably going to lead you to the, the reduce, right, the third R. You're going to have to reduce things. You're going to have to manage your workouts differently. Um, you know, you don't need to be at the gym for an hour. Right? You don't have to, to be at the gym necessarily at all. You, you could do a 15-minute body weight workout at your house or in your backyard or at the hotel when you're traveling. This keeps you moving. This keeps you feeling accomplished. This gives you your body to stay in a rhythm of movement. Right, Those things are all huge. It allows you to, to come back to the harder training easier too. So let's say you're out for six months and you can, you're traveling for work and your kids got sports and you just you have to put your membership on pause you know at your globo gym but you're doing 15 minutes of moving every day it might be i'm going to try to get 50 push-ups in and five minutes of running and five minutes of stretching man that's great you know how good of a workout that would be and that would keep you in pretty decent shape are you going to go crush it at the crossfit competition no are you going to be able to be stage ready for a bodybuilding competition? No. Are you going to be the most outstanding body at the beach this year? No. But are you going to feel healthy? Yeah. Are you going to be able to come back when that six-month season ends and feel like you got something to start over with? Absolutely. Are you going to feel a lot easier coming back than had you done nothing? Absolutely. So this is where thinking about seasons and being realistic in your comeback is important, right? And getting back on track should never be, I'll do that next season. It should start today, but it should be relaxed, realistic, and usually reducing something to something that's very manageable. So I heard John Berardi, who runs Precision Nutrition, or did he started it. Uh, I actually think he's not there anymore. He's somewhat connected, but he, he, he does his own business on the side now. Uh, or full-time now, I should say. He said something really profound, which was, you know, if, if the client, if you ask a client to do something and you tell them, do you believe you can do this? Where do you think you can do this? One out of 10. If they say anything less than nine, it's too hard. And I thought, golly, that's, that seems crazy. Like, you know, you, you want to get clients to do something pretty challenging. But I found that to be so true that if anyone answers eight or lower on something, they're really saying, I'm probably not going to do it. And that's a really good indication for you. Like, okay, is this type of workout that I've kind of thought about for myself or this type of movement that I'm trying to be realistic and reduce towards, could I do this nine out of 10 times? Like, will I do this nine out of 10 times? That should be a really great barometer for you to think about, okay, is this something that I'm going to do or not do? And keep your expectations clear because the something the more consistent you can be the better over all things over intensity over what style it is it doesn't matter if it's something that is consistent it's going to be the best thing especially in the seasons of trying to get back on track that we're talking about okay so let's talk about the last one regroup regroup get a long-term plan that maps out when that season will end and how you plan to get back on track for your fitness goals. So this is when you've kind of like sat down and now you're evaluating, you've kind of relaxed, you, you get, you're getting a realistic plan together that you've kind of reduced down to something that is a nine out of 10. 
in that you'll probably be able to do it 90% of the time. And then you're, you're now you're going to regroup and, and actually sit down and communicate to yourself, your coach, whoever you're working with or however your fitness goes. And you're going to then write out and, and just kind of double check where is this going to fit? How am I going to implement this? That's where you kind of really actually put it in. But honestly, you could go on a walk today and probably get most of this done. You could go for a 15, 20 minute walk and just say, what can I do? What are things that I will enjoy doing for the amount of time you have, the amount of energy you have, right? That's another huge one. We, we go about this as if it's only time when a lot of times you just don't have the energy to work out the way you want to work out. So respect that and know that you're working out. You only have 60 units of energy for it versus you used to have 80 to 90. And what do those workouts look like that serve the rest of your life that you're trying to make your fitness fit into? Right. And this really is maybe a a mindset shift of I'm living for fitness or I'm living through fitness. Right. If I'm living for fitness, it's I got to have the numbers. I got to post on Instagram. I got to show off. I got to be the best at this competition. If I'm living through fitness, then my fitness is assisting me. It is it is my catalyst or it's, it's a it is a helper in assisting the rest of my life. So that means that like when I go home to play with my kids, I can't say no because my back hurts because I had to go so hard on back squats today that I can't be the dad I said I was going to try to be. So that's uh, that's a lesson, but that was a, I digress. Regrouping is really just taking that whole process we just talked about, go on a walk, sit down, do whatever you got to do, and and thinking about how am I actually going to implement this now? Like write it out, put it on the calendar, because if it's not written down, it's not planned, it's not going to happen. And that, that is another key thing to this is that you get great ideas, they're typically unrealistic, and they never get sat down and put on the calendar and implemented, and so therefore they don't get done. So create that plan, write it out, and then commit to it. Say, I'm going to do this even if I don't feel like doing this because I'm in a season right now where this is going to be challenging, but it is doable. So here's a couple quick questions I would think about as I go through this process. What is the what is the biggest thing you're struggling with during your this busy season? Is it is it nutrition? Right? Is it the exercise and movement part? Is it sleep? Is it managing your stress at night? You know, because you're you're eating your stress away or you're staying up in your social media stressing yourself, you know, life away or Netflixing your life, you know, stress away. Those aren't healthy stress ways, right? So what is it? What's the biggest thing you're struggling with? The number two, how can you set proper expectations for yourself in those seasons to mitigate your health loss? Right, because this season might not be about gains. This season might be about guarding the gains that you've made. There's nothing more frustrating for the client than when they have worked really hard, made some strong gains, and then go through a season where they mitigate all those things and damage them because they went off the rails and they didn't have a plan to get back on track or mitigate that damage, right? Going off the rails is going to happen. How do you get back on track is the key. And it's not just a feeling. It is sitting down and doing some of these principles I'm talking about. So how can you set up proper expectations for yourself in this season? Right, And that that's part of the reducing aspect 
And what are some ways I can help you if I'm your coach or if someone who's listening to this and, and wants to DM me for some advice, what are some ways I could help you regroup or focus again in this season, right? Is there, is there something I could do? So that would be a great question if you want to throw that out there. So I'll tell um, – quick story about myself and just some things. So I hurt my back probably four months ago, self-diagnosed, but I did go to a chiropractor and a doctor and they both believed without getting a MRI that I had a bulging disc and it was extremely painful. I mean, I've, I've had back issues, but this one lasted about two and a half to three months and I have never had one last that long. So this was, it was fairly painful and drawn out. So the, the the crazy thing is that now that I'm back and healed from it, right, I feel quite a bit out of shape compared to where I was. I feel a lot weaker, especially in my legs than I was. And I, I got so sore this last past week um, training a little bit harder. It, it felt like I was a new person at the gym for the first – it was like my first week back in the gym and I hadn't worked out in a year. You know, like that that awful feeling of – Oh my gosh! This is what I, this is what new clients feel like. This is this is terrible. I can't I can't believe someone pays me to do that to them. That's that's hopefully not how my clients feel. I, I try to I try to RX them where they are at. But what I would recognize in that process is that I did all the workouts my coach gave me during that process, and they were great for me. They were great for what I needed. They avoided the back problem. They did not make it worse, and they helped me come back. I can't imagine how much more out of shape I would have been, how much more muscle I would have lost, how much uh, more out of shape and unmotivated I would have been. Um, I can't imagine what my my mental sanity would have been just not moving like I, I got to move. So doing a lot more upper body, allowing my CNS, my central nervous system, to kind of relax, doing a lot less legs, um, you know, certain types of stretches. But I continued to move. I worked out four days a week. I continue to get 10,000 steps a day. I continue to dial in my diet. And I lost a little bit of, of muscle, about two and a half pounds of muscle in that process. But think about what it could have been had I not done those other things right. And how much easier it will be to bounce back now that I have continued to move. And funny enough, you know, actually, I made some gains in my upper body during that process because I got more time to focus on that. And I had more energy to focus on quality of sleep and prepping my food better. So there are always opportunities in seasons of intensity and stress and, and having to slow down. And what you need to have a mindset of in that process, you know, just from my own personal, is really just trying to think about what is it that I can do? What, do? what is it that I have control of that I can own in this process versus focusing on what I can't do, right? I've never seen anybody become a winner who focuses on their limitations. So Marcus Philly on functional bodybuilding this past week talked a little bit about how low his T levels are, his testosterone levels. And he, he told a story about Matt Frazier who won the CrossFit Games the last four years um, not last year, but the, the previous four years, uh, how he went to the Nike Center of Athletes and he like finished last in almost all of the assessment tests they had there. And they, sh- they showed that his, his recovery on his whoop was really, really low and he should, shouldn't train because he didn't get enough sleep. And, and Matt talked a little bit about how it messed with his head. 
like he just let that mess with his head a little bit. Like maybe I shouldn't train. Maybe, maybe, maybe there is something wrong with me and how he had to mentally get past all of that. Not that it was right or wrong, but he just not focus on it, focus on what he had control over and push through to kind of get over some of that stuff and become the greatest. And he went on obviously to be one of the greatest CrossFitters of all time and fittest people in the world. So what's the lesson from all that? Is it just push through? All that? No. What I'm what I'm saying is that the mindset there, um, and Marcus was talking about his own T levels in that podcast, you know, being so low. The mindset is not to focus on what you don't have. It's not to focus on your limitation. It's not to focus on the the injury that you have to keep avoiding and babying. It's focus on what you actually do have that's going really well. It's amazing. There's actually like research out there that people with like a broken hand, if they train their other hand the entire time, you would think it would become an imbalance, but it actually helps the other hand gain strength too. There's something about the unity of the body working as a whole, even when it doesn't feel like the other side or the other body part is working. Um, And this is why movement, continuing to move is important. Um, There's some really fascinating things out there on that. I won't get into for sake of getting too off topic today, but here's the key principles keep moving right get a plan make it realistic reduce the stress or reduce the expectations of doing too much down to something that's realistic yeah you know and regroup man just just get it going get put it on the calendar get after it and don't let you know this season of whatever it may be injury stress off being you know um off traveling, get in the way of your training. So thanks for listening. I hope this was helpful for you. And um, we'll have more mindset things like this coming your way. I have a couple more thoughts in the coming weeks. Next podcast is going to have another special guest on it. So looking forward to to having her, a different person this time, but still going to be a great time of thinking about someone who's bounced back from an injury to kind of go off of this and hearing a little bit about their story and their experience of of working with me as their coach so look forward to hearing you guys answer some of those questions i left you and any way i can help and stay safe